Can you hear me now? Hello? Can you possibly hear me now on the YouTube? You still can't hear me at all? You can hear me on the blog talk. Okay. But not on YouTube. Oh, boy. Jose, we're going to have to take this thing completely down. I mean, this is like... Well, somebody said no, not on YouTube. Can hear now. You can hear me now on what? Can you hear me on the blog talk? On the blog talk, you can hear me. Audio on blog talk. All of them. Okay, thank you, Jessica. All right. How many of you, I'm going to go and try to look at this speaker. And here on YouTube. Thank you. How many of you listen to Sheila's show? How many of you have questions? I want to clarify something for you this morning. I read the comments. And the comments ranged all the way from that lady is crazy, it is unbiblical, to people got delivered and healed from listening to, to that program. It's a couple of things that I got to make sure at least you know, because I realized that I'm still a lot further uh, than than the average uh, Christian. And I don't want to be so far that people think um, that they can't understand something. I want to clarify something to you all this morning and to the new, new Christians on here, the baby Christians. Can anybody put a question you had from that um you have to put it in the speaker because I can't hear you on the blog talk. It's, it's just simple. I, I plugged in through my um, through, through my iPhone on the blog talk so I can get that thing fixed. But I think that sabotage, I know that sabotage is coming from the carrier. Okay? So I got one question. Where is Sheila's show posted? It's going to be on YouTube. Jose said it's on YouTube now. It's up on YouTube. And the title, uh, I, I can't get the information to listen. I didn't get the information to listen. Well, you didn't get the information to listen because um, she just got it up yesterday evening. And it was up on Spreaker, but she did I don't know what happened. It just, every now and then, Spreaker will, as you're recording your stuff, put it out there 
without you you cutting it on. So it got posted on Spreaker uh, a, a little bit ahead of time, but it's up now. It's up now on YouTube. Yeah, she took she took it off. Uh, Jessica, she took it off, and read uh, the picture. You have to be very careful with copyrights and using people's images without their permission. It's back up, uh, Joanne. It's up on uh, on YouTube. So listen to these scriptures and listen to what I have to say. I'm sorry, Blog Talk. I'm really sorry. Well, I'm not. I hate that word, sorry. I apologize to you that you're not going to be able to respond today. I want you to post this scripture, um, Jessica, Ezekiel 13, 3. Now, it seems like a lot of those people that um, commented don't know the Bible, I'm sorry to say. It seems like a lot of them are not walking in the spirit because they're too busy in the flesh. So if they would come out the flesh, get in the Bible, study the Bible, and let the Holy Spirit teach them something, they'd be a lot wiser. But I want you, I want to make sure you all know uh, and know that you know that you know. Ezekiel 13, 3. Thus saith the Lord God, woe unto the foolish prophets follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. This is God talking here. Woe. Thus saith the Lord, woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. You see, this is some basic, uh, and I'm glad I'm getting it to the people that just got saved, because if if you would read my book, Spirits Are Subject Unto You, you would have basic, general uh, understanding of the biblical spiritual realm. Now, a lot of people don't even understand that there is a spiritual realm. If you don't understand biblically that there's a spiritual realm, you have no business even thinking about engaging in any kind of, because the purpose of spiritual warfare is to have war against and overcome evil spirits, period. And every spirit that opposes God. So this is this is foundational right here. John chapter four. John chapter four, verse twenty-four says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. Now, in order to be able to do that effectively, you got to go back to Genesis. 
And you have to go back to Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, I'm just reading the first three words of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, it says, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness upon the face of the deep. Then it says, and the Spirit of God, here we talk about God's own Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God. So it says, the Spirit of God moved. That informs us that the Spirit of God, God's own Holy Spirit, can move. And or that God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, has the ability to move. Because this is in the beginning, in the very beginning, God's Holy Spirit is shown moving upon the face of the waters. Once again, the Bible says that God is a spirit. In the book of Numbers, Specifically, Numbers chapter 16, verse 22, and Numbers 27, verse 16. In the book of Numbers, it says, And they fell upon their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, the God of the spirits, of all flesh, goes on to say, speaking about sin here, shall one man sin, and wilt thou be wrought with all the congregation? In Numbers 27, verse 16, it says, let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation. So now the Bible says that God is a spirit. Again, John chapter 4, verse 24. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, the Bible also says, and um, I teach this to everybody I ever teach anything to. The Bible says that Jesus is the word of God that became flesh, according to the Bible, in John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14, says, in the beginning, talking about that back in the beginning, was the Word, Word of God, the Son of God, Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, 
and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Goes on to say in verse 6, there was a man sent from God, his name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. All men through him might believe. He was not that light but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighted every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. As many as received him, to them gave he power, to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now look at, get this, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word Jesus, the son of God, was made flesh verse 14, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Bible describes man, you and I, as being made in the image and likeness of God, who happens to be what? Spirit. Job chapter 33, verse 4. The Spirit of God hath made me. I said Job 33, verse 4. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. God, in Genesis 1, the Bible says, God created he them. Created he them, both male and female. Created he them. Then, in the gen- continuing on in the Genesis account, in Genesis chapter 2, it says, and God Born man in the dust of the earth, and God breathed into man, and man became a living soul. And this is how you get spirit, soul, and body in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 6, and I think uh, over there at Gen- in Genesis. 26. And then it goes on to say how God um, formed the woman. But the woman was already in the man because when God first created man, them, he created them all spirit. 
Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? I hope so. See, I, I, don't, I really don't like it this, this way. But whatever you got to do, that's what you got to do. So when God created man and woman, originally, they were created what? All spirit. Just like himself. All spirit. That's found again in the Genesis account of man. Um, I'll show it to you. Just so I, I want you to know this. If you, I'm telling you something. If you don't know this, if you don't get this, you'll never understand the supernatural, uh, uh, the, the benefits and the reason why you have to be born again. Okay, um, it was uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse uh, 26, 27, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Them have dominion over the fish of the sea, follow the air, the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Here's the here's the key right here. Twenty seven. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God created He Him. Male and female. Created he them, and God blessed unto them, be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. You saw that? And then in verse 31 it says, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now, I'm going to go back. I mean, I'm going to go to Genesis 2. This is your foundation, brothers and sisters. And I am just a, a shocked. This this right here is Sunday school teaching. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, and the heavens and the earth were finished. The host of them, <coughs> excuse me, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. In verse 4, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord made the earth and the heavens, and every plant of the field before 
it was in the earth. And every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was not a man to till the ground. Because over there in Genesis 1, man has been created all spirit in the image and the likeness of God. All spirit. And the woman was in the man. So in Genesis chapter 1, God created what? Adam Eve. Eve, Adam, whichever way you want to call it. But they were spiritually created as one. But the Bible says here in Genesis chapter 2, but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Now get this. And the Lord God formed man. Man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. If you drop down to 18, well, after man became a living soul, he was put and placed in the garden. Okay. To dress it and keep it. Verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man of every tree of the garden, tree of the garden, you can eat freely. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Verse 18, God told him he was going to die. God told the man this. The woman was in the man. Remember, they had been created spirit. So when God told the man this, the woman was in the man already. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Verse 18, and the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help me. I will make him and help me for him. Of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam, which would be really Adam Eve, because Eve was still in Adam, to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a help me for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, 
which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Are you getting this? Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. And they, once again, like they were like they were created one spirit, now they shall be one flesh. You getting it? They shall now be one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife were not ashamed. So man had been created. One spirit, when man was formed, what happened was they became one flesh. So now you have One flesh, which has incorporated into it one spirit. This would be originally God's own Holy Spirit. Are you getting this? God's own Holy Spirit, which he originally created them with in the beginning. But now God told them if they eat of that tree, they were going to die. Verse 3 in Genesis. Now the serpent was more subtle than the beast, than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden, And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees, plural, of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it. Right here is the lie, first lie. God never God said nothing about touching it. He said, Don't eat of it. But I guess the, I guess Eve's thinking and reasoning. And that's what I've noticed a lot of them people on that on that website, they reason themselves right out of God's uh, 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 supernatural miraculous ability. She reasoned, neither shall you touch it, least ye die. And the serpent took one word, one inch of reasoning, neither shall you touch it. And the serpent said unto the woman, because she opened herself up. Now you can say what you want, but um, she opened herself up for the devil to stop messing with her mind. Ye shall not surely die. 
for God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, eyes shall be open, and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. This was not a complete lie. It was a. It was a. It was a half lie because that is exactly what happened. They be, they did begin to know good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to do what? Make one wise, fruit thereof, and did eat. And gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam said unto him, where art thou? And Adam said, I heard thy voice in the garden and what? Here's where fear entered into the whole world. I was afraid. No mention of fear. The spirit of fear came in right there in that garden. It said, remember they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. And I'm going to break this down in a minute. The Lord called unto Adam. And said to Adam, where art thou? And Adam said, I heard that voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And God said, who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And this is when they started down. Uh, the blame game. He began to blame the woman. The woman began to blame him. And the man said, the woman who thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree. And I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman, the blame game, the woman said, the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, 
Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed. Look, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. And look here. Remember when Jesus was on the cross dying? When they plopped that crown of thorns on his head? It was the reason. Verse 18. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field, and the sweat of thy face eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Remember this. The first job ever given to a man or a woman was when God gave Adam the job to name everything on the earth. God called Adam to work with his mind, not with the sweat of his brow. To work till you have to sweat and drop was not God's perfect plan for man. It was not in the plan. Adam was supposed to work with his mind. The Bible says, because of this uh, sin. What was the sin? Disobedience. Disobedience. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till you return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. 22. You see, Adam and Eve died. They did not die naturally. They died when they became disconnected with the light, when they became disconnected with God. Sin, disobedience, rebellion, listen to the voice of another, caused them to become disconnected with God our Father. Verse 22, and the Lord God said, behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now in his dead position, disconnected from God, God in his goodness and his mercy did not want man to be left in that state. Least he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever in a fallen state, disconnected from God. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to go and work by the sweat of his brow, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So God drove out the man and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden, cherubim 
and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Brothers and sisters, death entered into the world that day. Man had not been created to die. That was not God's plan for his creation. But because of man's disobedience began that day. And verse 4, the Bible says, and Adam knew Eve's wife. That means they had sexual intercourse. And she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass. By the way, I have to, I have to interject something here. God had to kill some animal to provide a covering for Adam and Eve when they were naked in the garden. God killed the an animal and gave Adam and Eve the skin to provide a covering for them. Enter in the sacrifice of what? Blood. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock. This is where we get first fruit offering and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? You know what your countenance is? Your countenance, excuse me, is that glow that comes on your skin and the radiance of God that shines through your flesh, sometimes called the glory. It is the actual presence of God that can be seen upon the flesh of a person. And Darkness causes that continence to become dark. Demons cause that continence to be dark. Evil causes that continence to be dark. Badness causes that to be dark. The Lord said unto Cain, Thou wrath, and why is thy continence fallen? God was prophesying here to Cain. He said, If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, 
You see this right here? Sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire. And in process of time, it came to pass. That came brought, oh man, the roof leaking. <laughs> what can I say? And in process of time, it came to pass. <clears throat> the Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his plot and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell just like God had prophesied to him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire. And thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field the Cain rose up against Abel's brother and slew him. Let me ask you a question. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And God said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me, unto God. The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground, from the ground. Let me ask you this question this morning. Who taught Cain how to kill his brother? Who taught Cain what to do to his brother that would cause his brother's death? Who taught him? Who taught Cain how to murder? Well, I'm here to tell you something. Satan taught him. Because Satan went right out of that garden and he waited, and he schemed, and he connived, and most probably, he told Cain, pick up that rock, pick up that rock. He got him so angry, rough, angry. Pick it up and take aim at your brother's head. Smash him, smash him, smash him. And he killed him. And the Lord said, Cain, where is Abel your brother? And Cain said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have you done? Look, not the voice of his brother, 
not the voice of Adam, his father, and not the voice of Eva's mother. God said, the voice of your brother's blood is crying unto me from the ground. And because of it, verse 11, and now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength, and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be here, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, least any finding him should kill him. And the Lord went out, brothers and sisters, and Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. One of the comments, I'm just, I can't even remember all the comments, but it was really, it was really interesting to me. It was really interesting if they didn't know the Bible. And this is Genesis. If they don't, if they don't know Genesis one, two, three, four, well, help me, Jesus. The blood cried out to God. Sin had been committed against God. God didn't take that sin as against the earth. God took that sin as against himself. Because you see, brothers and sisters, now you have the very first instance of murder in the Bible. And the very first instance of murder in the Bible gives us the incident of the blood crying out from the ground to God and God hearing it. God heard it. I don't know what the blood sounds like. Do you? But God does. If God knew what the blood sounded like back here in Genesis chapter 4, God knows what the blood sounds like in 2020. The blood of Abel, the brother of Cain, the son of Adam and Eve, a simple man, a keeper of sheep, 
But brothers and sisters, my Bible tells me man looks upon the outward appearance, but God looks upon the heart. The heart. The heart. And as I said, God knows the heart of every man and woman that he creates. God God knows the purpose for which he creates each and every one of us. God has a plan, but most importantly, God has a purpose. He has a purpose. Brothers and sisters, I don't have to get technical. I don't have to know nothing about no DNA, no RNA and nothing else. But I have to know what God says in his word. That's all I have to know. Because God says that same heaven and earth will pass away. But his word will remain forever. You have to know what God says in his word. Because his word is your sustenance. I said sustenance. S-U-S. T-E-N-A-N-C-E, sustenance. And you see, I looked at this thing with um, this gentleman, um, Mr. George Floyd. I read that he had just gotten out of prison recently prior to coming to Minnesota. I read he was coming to Minnesota for a new life, start afresh. I read about him. I read where he was in the act of committing a crime, which brought the police on him in the first place. But I know this, like I said in that uh, podcast, which I didn't know then, I didn't know any of this here other stuff then. But I know this. God directed his steps to Minnesota. I know this. Brothers and sisters, that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. I know this. That when we repent, and change and turn. God throws our sins in the sea of forgetfulness. But I know this, whenever the hand of God, whenever a purpose of God is being initiated into the life of a man or a woman, I know the same way that devil rose up and taught Cain how to commit a murder. The same way that devil rose up and got into Eve and caused her to reason and caused her to obey his voice. Whenever, and I'll say it, 
forever. This man, George Floyd, was born to die. You and I are born to die. We're going to die for whatever reason, brothers and sisters. God initially created that man with a purpose. I cannot say what the purpose is, but the Bible says some of us are going to die as martyrs, and it can only have been God, brothers and sisters, that would allow the death of a criminal, the death of a, yeah, a man who was in rebellion to himself. Well, he may not have been able to accomplish it. He might not have been strong enough in his flesh. But I'm going to tell you something. In his perpetuity, in his eternal life, brothers and sisters, he died at the hands of a murderer and God when his blood touched that ground when his body fluid sank into the ground brothers and sisters when he was there crying for his life God heard him and when God heard him none of it is natural none of it was in the flesh God supernaturally, spirit to spirit, soul to soul. God stirred up the heart. God changed the soul and brought those souls to the forefront that he had ordained, he had purposed for such a time as this. For such a time as this. Millions, millions were touched by God, were moved by God to be an instrument for God. An instrument of what, Erica? An instrument of change. Nobody called these people up. They showed up. And just like Satan was standing back watching Cain, he was standing back through his insurrectionists, through his people that he had the anti-spirit of Christ operating in. What the devil thought he was doing for harm. He was used to bring about the perfect plan of God. When that brother's blood sank into that asphalt, when his blood sank into that street, that sidewalk, when that brother laid there and cried out, in the natural, nobody helped him. But God had purpose. For some people to be there with some cell phone cameras and to record each and everything because that man had been purposed by God to bring about a change in this earth realm. In this earth realm. You see, 
what he might not have been able to do in the flesh. God used him to bring about his purpose. Who knows? We know that George Floyd, in his death, would be used by God to bring about a change that could not have happened any other way. Am I saying God killed him? I don't know. I'm just saying what I see. Speak about what I see. And I'm sure you got a whole bunch of people see it some other way. It's okay. It's okay. Because the Bible says, let him who has eyes see. The Bible says, speaks about not hardening your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. And that is just one part, one little part of what I say, an explanation of the podcast. I can't do the whole thing today. But guess what? I'm going to bring you up to snuff tomorrow. There's more. Because every word I said, I can defend it through the word of God. Every word I said, I can prove it through the word of God. You see, the Bible says, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So, I need to break this down to you so you understand that. You see, it's just like you. Because of our salvation, because of the blood of Jesus, Jesus said, this is my blood which was shed for the remission of the sins of all mankind. Jesus said, his blood, his blood. Jesus said, some of you are going to die as martyrs. Jesus said it. Know your word. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But God's word will remain forever. The Bible says, The word of God and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. It says that the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of a man. 
We all heard them talk about the man's relationship with God. <clears throat> but nobody explained that he had been in a long-running battle with the devil. Just like you. Just like me. That's why the Bible says, choose you this day whom you will serve. But Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's a decision all of us have to make because you don't know the real purpose of your life in Christ Jesus. But I'm going to share something with you. You young people that just recently got saved, don't let rebellion stop you. Don't let rebellion stop you from receiving your benefits your coveting of rights of God. Don't let disobedience steal from you. Please don't run. Don't run from the call of God on your life. Because for sure, you can run, but you can't hide. No man knows the day, the hour, the second. We don't know that. The Bible says live every day. Let everything you do be done as if unto the Lord. I'm doing this because I want you to be able to tell a man or tell a woman. When they say to you, this guy was this, yeah, he was, he was. Isn't it marvelous? God got more out of his death than he got out of his life. I'll see you tomorrow on this headline. Pray for me. Pray. Pray. But for whatever reason, this had to be. The blog talk had to mess up. Brothers and sisters, who knows whether you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this.
from all over the world, people are beginning to come together, to join hands and to give praise to our Lord. From every denomination, we are breaking down the barriers that have kept us apart for so long. Together, we are all members of one body. Because of the blood of Jesus, we have now become the people of God. With our lips, let us say one confession. With our hearts, hold to one truth alone. Because He has erased our transgressions. He's named us and called us His own, His very own. Where the people of God Called by His name Called from the dark And delivered from shame One holy race Saints everyone Because of the blood of Christ Jesus the Son
God told the children of Israel, I have heard your cry, and I have come down to deliver thee. There's a shepherd coming to you from under an open heaven in Dalton, Georgia. Jesus believe his church, home of the 10 miles. I see you. May Lord bless and keep you in Jesus' name.